HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Hello, welcome to Japan Needs. I'm your host, Aki Katema, a food writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every day in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi, ramen, izakaya, but what is exactly are they? Japanese food is so mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program to my cool guest. And my guest today is Kotaro Hamada, who is a sixth generation of Hamada Shuzo in Kagoshima Prefecture. And Hamada Shuzo has been making shochu, the Japanese traditional spirit, since 1868. 1868. It's a long time. And Hamada Shuzo's quality is highly recognized not only in Japan, but also abroad. And its shochu brands called Daiyame 25 and Daiyame 40 have received multiple prestigious awards, including the gold medal for Daiyame 40 at the International Wine and Spirits Competition in 2022. By the way, Japanese sake has once lost its popularity domestically due to various reasons such as declining alcohol consumption among the younger generations and competitive products such as wine and craft beer and the labor shortage. But thanks to the popularity of Japanese food abroad, sake has been repositioning itself in the market both in Japan and overseas. Shochu, however, it's still an unknown beverage outside the country, and the shochu industry has been striving for making it recognized as a precious spirit like sake in the international market. So today we'll discuss why what shochu is and the regional characteristics of shochu, which is very diverse, how the younger generations of shochu makers like Kotaro are trying to market the beautiful tradition of Jap- Japanese um, spirit differently from the previous generations, and much, much more. But before we start, Japan Needs is available on the Heritage Radio Network website, as well as on the iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify, whichever you listen to, and subscribe to Japan Needs. And please write a review. We really appreciate your feedback. 
Now, let's start a conversation with Kotaro Hamada. Hello, Kotaro. Welcome to the show. Hello, Kitayama-san. So, thank you. You're in、uh, midnight, so thank you for staying so、yeah. late. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I was looking forward to it. Yeah, it's very、really、exciting. With you, yeah. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much. So, just to get to know you first,、uh, where are you from and what did you eat when you grew up?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm from、um, Ichigikusuke no city, Kagoshima, in Japan.、Uh, here is at、uh, 11 p.m. o'clock. Okay. And、uh, so, Ichigikusuke no is in western Kagoshima and it's a coastal town. And it has a beautiful ocean. So,、um, wh- what did you eat when you grew up? Yeah,、uh, I was born and raised in a city,、uh, Ichigoshikino, in western Kagoshima.、Uh, it is a coastal town and has a beautiful ocean. You can find all kinds of seafood here.、And、my favorite fan grew- growing up were baby sardine and fish cakes. And、speaking of fish cakes,、uh, our city is known for invention on a deep fried fish cake. It is called Satsuma Age. I like it because it goes well with shochu spreads.、Mm, right. So, Satsuma Age, if you go to Japan and even from、uh, Izakaya to supermarket, it's like、uh, very, very fundamentally and delicious and comfort food item. So, Yeah, I didn't know that、uh, that's from your area. Okay, so, and you're the sixth generation of Hamada Shuzo. So, what is the history of Hamada Shuzo? Yeah,、uh, our history、uh, goes back 155 years to 86 AD.、Uh, back then, main travelers heading east to Kyoto and Edo、uh, would stop over at Ichiki Kushikino. That's why my ancestors first opened a second hand clothing shop and an oil shop. They got into shochu production with the help of local master distillers. The water used for distillation was even repurposed as bath water for their bathhouse business. The bathhouse was said to be very popular among locals. They would gather after the day's work and relax with a cup of shochu in hand. <laughs> Likewise, <laughs>、uh, we have this tradition in our community in which we entertain our guests with shochu and homemade food.、Uh, and I believe that、uh, this sort of culture and history have made it possible for our companies、mm. to. Flourish to, the, to this date.、Mm, interesting. So, really, we present、uh, regional Japanese、um, beverage, including shochu, because it's very local and,、um, and even sustainable. You said that the water we used was repurposed as bath water, which created a community to enjoy shochu together. So, <laughs> this is an amazing story、um, and a history of 155 years. That means something, not just for the spirit,、um, you know, as a beverage, but also a whole community and history concept. So, yeah, that's a great example how Japanese、uh, tradition of shochu is so valuable. 
So, okay. And uh, so next question. So you joined your family business in 2017 to work with your father, who is the fifth generation uh, president of Hamada Shizou. So when you grew up, did you always think of joining your family business? And why or why not? Yeah. Uh, as a child, whenever there was a company party, I would sit next to my father and help mix everyone's short shoes. Since then, I got to spend time with the employees and the local communities through local events and festivals. Around the age of 20, I began to attend year starting company ceremonies where they share the company's mission. From this experience, I understood what our corporate culture and was and how passionate the employees were. The interaction led me to gradually become aware of my role as successor to this family business. And I wanted to grow this company together with my father and these wonderful employees. That is when I, I decided to join the company. Mm, right. You're lucky to be born to this amazing company. And it sounds like you're, we'll discuss uh, the company's philosophy in a moment, but um, I think the mindset of your company, this truly is like a hospitality company to the community and also to the employees. So that's amazing. So um, for listeners who are not familiar with shochu, uh, what is shochu exactly and how is it made? Uh, shochu is a detroit spirit uh, made with special mold called koji. Uh, it has 500 years of history. There are 48 ingredients uh, to choose from for shochu, ma- shochu making. Among them, sweet potatoes, rice, barley, and brown sugar as most popular ones. As you see, Shochu, you can feel the low aroma and taste of these ingredients. Mm, right. So, um, by the way, there are two different kind of grades of shochu, and what Kotaro is making, his family is making, is um, a kind of premium grade, and um, it's distilled just once to preserve the flavor of the well selected ingredients, such as. Uh, sweet potatoes, rice, barley, and brown sugar. And they don't mix, they don't blend ingredients. They are like focused regional ingredients, like sweet potatoes at his um, the Kotaro's distillery because that's the um, unique ingredient from the region. So that's the shochu is very regional. And also that 48 ingredients to choose from, that's by the Japanese government's regulations, um, stipulated 48. And it can include um, even carrots and you know, something very unexpectedly interesting. But anyway, so it's a distilled spirit uh, versus sake is a brewed spirit, like beer. So, okay. So uh, next question. The shochu is predominantly produced in the southern island of Kyushu, uh, including yours. And within Kyushu, there are regional char- characteristics of shochu. So could you tell us which prefecture has what type of products of shochu in general? 
Yes. Most shochu ingredients are being produced in Kyushu. Kagoshima, the prefecture we are in, is known for sweet potatoes. The soil in Kagoshima was not the most fertile soil. This is due to the layers of ash laid down by a nearby volcano. Thankfully, it didn't matter to sweet potatoes. They grew in great numbers. It was regarded as a valuable food for the people in this area. Kagoshima has been the top producer in Japan ever since. I would like to talk about different types of sweet potatoes. Each unique taste and aroma have a big impact on the profile of shochu. One of them is fat. Uh, we call it the white type. It has white skin and white flesh with a sweet and fruity aroma. The red type has a red peel and is often used for baked potatoes. The purple type uh, with purple fresh taste, uh, sweet and sour. The orange type uh, with orange skin as a scent of black tea or orange. Uh, I would like to comment uh, on the scale of shochu production. Across the uh, eight prefectures in the Kyushu area, there are 300 plus kura or distras. Impressively, uh, of these 112 kura in Kagoshima, that is more than one third. And if we count all the different shochu brands, Kagoshima alone has over 2,000. Other prefectures in Kyushu produce some of the unique brands. Nagasaki makes barley based shochu, and Kumamoto makes rice shochu, rice shochu. Miyazaki creates shochu from sweet potato, as well as buckwheat. Mm. Okinawa has another spirit called awamori. Mm. Right. So this is another feature of how shochu can be so regional. And first of all, Kyushu is warm, so it's hard to grow a lot of rice. And also um, shochu really is closer to the southern um, countries as facing uh, the more tropical uh, islands and countries. So the, the climate kind of um, instructed what to do with the crops that ended up having diverse uh, available sweet potatoes in Kagoshima, for example. So it's fun to visit Kyushu Island and you can just visit different prefecture and try um, different types of shochu like uh, sweet potato, rice, and barley, and uh, of course, each um, kura, which is a distillery, and distillery has different flavor, the history. So, yeah, for listeners who's um, going to planning to go to Japan, it's really interesting, fun to visit Kyushu and uh, have maybe a shochu tour, including, I think, Kotaro's Hamada Shuzo. That'd be fun. Um, okay, so uh, what kind of shochu does Hamada Shuzo? produce? We mainly use 
sweet potato, barley, a buckwheat, a brown sugar, and corn. A few distras are able to use as many ingredients as we do. Most can only produce from one or two ingredients. Uh, and the strength of our company is that we can make short-based liqueurs, uh, such as craft gin and plum wine. Mm, right. You have diverse products. Um, you started to expand over the last 155 years, so that's amazing. And so what is the philosophy of shochu making at Tamada Shizou? Yes, our company's goal is to raise Hongak shochu to the status of true traditional alcoholic beverage made in Japan and make shochu a world-class alcohol. It's because of this belief that we are trying to popularize shochu overseas. Times and environment may change, but our unwavering commitment inspires us to pursue this challenge. What inspires us is the uniqueness that Shochu has. Its history and culture and diversity in ingredients and production methods are second to none in the world's alcohol market. Mm. And I am convinced that um, Shochu has the potential to become a world-class alcohol. Mm, I think so too. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, just the the term honkaku shochu is the one. Uh, there are two grades. Honkaku shochu is a uh, uh, super premium, uh, pre- more premium uh, grade of shochu. And uh, again, it's really quality focused. And um, I think one thing shochu is interesting is that um, the alcohol level can be 23, 24 to up to like, you know, the regular American or the Western spirits, right? Like 40, uh, 45. So um, it's a very versatile uh, spirit and it can be used in cocktails depending on the flavor and also your preference. You can drink it on the rocks too. So yeah, it's a very... Um, interesting spirits and full of potential, like you said, Kotaro. So I, I am totally supporting all your, your um, idea and dreams. So, okay, so you have three distilleries all in Kagoshima, namely Denbei Kura, uh, Den, Denzo Ingura, and Kinzangura. So what is the difference between them? Uh, Denbei Kura is the first Kura in our company's history. And here, we respect the traditional handmade style and in, integrate uh, modern techniques at the same time. We call this place the Kura of Tradition. Uh, Denso Ingra is the Kura of Innovation. Uh, and here, all of our distillation techniques are automated. This enables two things. Stable production and keeping a high quality standard. This Kura is also satisfied by the internationally accepted standard FSSC, our food safety system satisfaction, 2 million to southern. 
that audit food safety systems. Uh, this means our attention to food safety is to uh, is top notch. Uh, these are these are the reasons for many of our shochu brands uh, shipped from this kura. Kinzangura uh, takes advantage advantage of Kagoshima's gold mines. Uh, using its underground tunnels, shochu are stored and aged outside the reach of sunlight. Ogon Koji is our original Koji mold used at this kura. And it is through this effort that we are passing on the heritage of Shochu. We have named this place the kura of legacy. These are our three kura. Uh, the unique lineups are what makes us push to the goal of popularizing the drink and Deepen, uh, deepening its culture. Mm, interesting, right? So you have many cause to play and to appeal the global market. Uh, that there's a tradition, there's a technology, and there's a secret, uh, even Koji mold. And uh, that's interesting. I didn't know there's a huge, uh, there are gold mines in your area. So, okay. And then, um, one of the key ingredients of your shochu is the potato called kogane senga. So what is it and what, why is it so special? Uh, this potato was bred in an agricultural experiment station in Kyushu. It was registered in 1966. Uh, since then, it has been grown in Kyushu and mainly in Kagoshima. Uh, the name Kogane Sengan comes from the old Japanese unit of money and weight. Uh, Sengan denotes being very heavy or expensive. Uh, Kogane, or gold, refers to its yellowish flesh and its large harvestability. Mm, interesting, right? So um, people say, like, you know, in Peru, there are like 4,000 different potatoes, they're famous, but we didn't know that there's so many uh, special varieties of potatoes in uh, Kyushu and Kagoshima. So, okay, uh, more to discover. So we'll take a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll uh, dive into um, the terroir of, um, near Volcano uh, makes the Kotaro's shochu so special. So please stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Roberta's was founded in Bushwick in 2008 and has become one of the most iconic restaurants in the country. HRN made its home inside of Roberta's in 2009, and together they have become part of the DIY fabric of the neighborhood. Roberta's, the pizza restaurant, is open for lunch and dinner seven days a week and serves much more than just the famous wood-fired pizzas. Their team dreams up new salads, pastas, and sandwiches on the regular. Roberta's Tiki Bar is alive and well in the back garden, serving up frozen drinks in the summer and hot toddies in the winter. Stop by the bakery and takeout spot next door for fresh breads, sticky buns, and pizzas to go. But Roberta's also extends beyond Bushwick. 
with multiple locations in New York City and now in Los Angeles. You can also find their frozen pies in grocery stores around the country. The spirit of Roberta's, like Heritage Radio Network, is everywhere. Here's to many more years of pizza-powered radio. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Needs on Heritage Radio Network, HRN. I'm your host, Aki Kotayama, and my guest today is Kotaro Hamada, who is a sixth generation of Hamada Shizou in Kagoshima Prefecture. Hamada Shizou has been making shochu, the Japanese traditional spirit, since 1868. Okay, so your distilleries are located, all of them, in Kagoshima Prefecture, and which is known for having an active volcano called Sakurajima. So how does a volcano affect the taste of your shochu? Sakurajima uh, is actively erupting, so ash is part of our daily lives. The ash falls on the land and eventually forms layers. These layers act as a natural uh, filtration, filtration system and create clean water. Uh, we use this water in our fermentation process. It creates a unique flavor and taste that is only available in our area. Mm, right. So it's a natural terroir that affects the taste. Okay. So, and Japanese sake has been reviving its popularity thanks to increased consumption outside Japan, um, but lots of Japanese restaurants outside Japan too. And... Uh, it's should becoming also more popular in overseas market too, thanks to those, um, you know, outlets like Japanese restaurants. Yeah, oh, sake become a household name alongside Japanese food. Exports of sake uh, ever growing. Shochu is at a stage where it needs more exposure. Uh, the good news uh, is more and more bartenders and mixages are not seeing Shochu's potential. Its unique aroma, history, and bastard nature as a mixer are what is drawing more attention than other alcoholic beverages. Uh, this surge in interest has resulted in some big developments. Uh, Kuromasta is a Prestige, prestigious uh, French sake competition. Uh, and um, then you introduced shochu category in their competition. Uh, WSET, a wine and spirit education trust, uh, is an educational institution of alcohol beverages, and they have included shochu in the curriculum. Hmm. Right. Yeah, when uh, WSCT and the Wine of Spiritual Education Trust included sake in their curriculum, I was excited now. It's shochu as well, so that's amazing. So, okay, so um, still, um, it's not, the church is not as well known as um, probably sake. So what is the biggest challenge for shochu to be more widely popular overseas? And what are you doing to conquer the challenge? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think the first uh, priority is to excite people, uh, then educating fans with the history and culture uh, behind the spirits uh, comes next. As for what we do, 
for the Asian market, uh, we organize talks with distributors and sales agents to sit down and discuss shochu. And uh, for Western market, we are focusing on trade shows in order to far more first-hand experience with shochu. Also, I cannot stress enough how great the sport of media outlets have been. Uh, I greatly appreciate the chance to talk about my passion at Japan Eat. I hope we made some shochu fans today. Mm, I hope so too. <laughs>、um, so, in order to celebrate the 100th、uh, 50th anniversary, That was in 2018. Hamada Shizo produced a shochu called Daiyame 25, and also Daiyame 40 was launched in 2021 for the overseas market. So, could you tell us about them? Because they really they represent、um, your philosophy and your passion for global market. Okay.、Uh, when we launched Daiyame in, 20, in 2018, we wanted to make something. That symbolized the future of shochu. It was a company wide effort. The following year, as of 2019, international wine and spirits competition we received an overwhelming reception. What caught the judges' attention, I think, was Daiyame's distinctive light yellow aroma. It was innovative in comparison. Conventional shochu brands or any any other alcohol type. As a matter of fact, I was also、uh, delighted to hear the comments from other fellow winners from various countries. And they said Japan made a wonderful drink, which gave me confidence. In 2021, we launched the Diamond 40. This is an export-only product designed for the cocktail market. We wanted to design this for cocktail fans, so、uh, we consulted, but we consulted many industry professionals、uh, to get this right. The result was a very versatile drink that allowed bartenders to be creative、uh, with 40% alcohol. It has a sharp, lychee like aroma profile.、Uh, when used as a base liquor, it works very well with classic recipes like martini and fizzies, as well as something original from、uh, a mixologist's imagination.、Mm. Right. So, yeah, it's funny、um, the lychee flavor.、Um, I... I got to taste both Diamond 25 and Diamond 40, and my first impression was that they are infused with something very fruity and floral. And、uh, you're right, it tastes like lychee. And, but your products are all natural, there's no, no infusion. So, how do you make the flavor so concentrated and fragrant? Yeah, yeah.、Uh, Diamond Brown is a type of Honkak Shochu,、uh, Japan's single district, ingenious spirit. Uh, made with sweet potato. The secret behind Diyame's unique lychee aroma is our innovative Kojuk method. 
Uh, which is literally Neroma amplifying uh, sweet potato with amplified aroma named Kojiku Imo, a black koji and pristine, pristine water from Kawashima Prefecture's bioclastic plateau is fermented into mush, matured, and then distilled once at low temperature. Finally, it is too filtered to extract and further enhance the aroma from the raw ingredient. The Yami brand is super easy to use in culture for global audience with a richer aroma and flavor profile. Right. Interesting, because uh, the sweet potato or potato shorts tend to be like potato flavor and diamonds um, fruitiness was very new and also the, the strength, the concentration. Um, Japanese shochu tend to be not often used for uh, cocktails because of the lower alcohol, but Dayame 40, I think it has um, strength to be really standing out among many other ingredients in the glass. So yeah, that was a very impressively fresh, um, interesting product, I have to say. Okay, so what is a suggestion for our listeners who are interested in tasting great shochu but don't know where to start? Yes, uh, indeed. There is a wide variety of shochu on the market. I suggest starting by looking for an aroma that you like or look for a drink that matches your everyday meals. Once you find one, you may also Try mixing with carbonated water. It adds a sens sensational of fragrance spreading in the mouth and through the nose. This is the primary reason why I recommend that beginner, beginner starts our, with aromatic shochu, like our Dayame. Anthony Moss is a driving force behind Wine and Spirit Education Trust. He said that uh, Diamond is a great gateway to shochu. Diamond 40 offers many ways to enjoy the cocktails neat or twice up like a whiskey. I hope you will explore your own favorite way to enjoy shochu and experience the world of Japanese district spirits. Mm, right. Well, the, one of the best things uh, about shochu is that you can really change uh, how you enjoy it. Uh, you can have it on the rock in the strength of the most concentrated version, but also, you know, high balls and all those, um, you know, water-adjusted uh, strengths of alcohol, which is good. And also there's no sugar, so it's relatively easy on your liver. And it's, it's the shochu is really popular in Japan. So, yeah, I hope uh, listeners can discover various ways to enjoy shochu because it's so, so beautiful. And uh, like Diane, it has an amazing uh, taste reflecting the tour where it's made. So... Yeah, I can't stress more. Shochu is not just an alcoholic beverage. It has a lot of things, history, culture, local mindset, and people. So, yeah. So, what is your favorite way to drink shochu, Kotaro? Yeah. Uh, 
I like to drink it on the rocks. I just love the ex extracted the natural flavors from the ingredient. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of expected that you say that because you have amazing ingredients in your products. So uh, what are your plans and dreams? Uh, yes, our biggest dream is to raise Honkaku Shochu to the status of a true traditional alcohol beverage made in Japan and make Shochu a world-class alcohol. And this will include putting Shochu in every bar in the world. And then people will order Shochu from bartender. Just like ordering a whiskey, I want to hear people go, can I have a Shochu on the rocks? Or I'd like a Shochu in the long cocktail. Uh, Company-wise, our plan is to have an employee experience bus around the world. On the trip to the UK, uh, they can compare shochu with scotch. And lastly, I want to organize a festival where people can gather and appreciate shochu just like Oktoberfest for beer. Mm, wonderful. Yeah, I, I hope it's going to happen, um, you know, putting a shochu in every bar in the world. And also, can I have a shochu on the rocks? It has to be a regular item um, on the beverage list because it's so good, so delicious. And uh, I think it's just not known enough, but I think hopefully shochu is going to take the path, follow the path of um, tequila and mezcal, uh, which we really discover uh, something amazing. Uh, reflecting local flavor of Mexico. So, okay, so where can we find your updates online and on social media? Uh, please check out our brand site for Diame, as well as our company website, uh, Facebook and other social media. Mm, okay, so the brand website, Diame, it's D-A-I-Y-A-M-E, Diame. And also uh, the company's website, the hamadashuzo.co.jp. Um, but I think if you just look up Diame, D-A-I-Y-A-M-E, it comes, it comes up right away. So, well, so thank you so much for joining us today, Kotaro. Yeah, thank you so much, Katayama-san. Thank you. Yeah, so good luck. I think uh, you're going to succeed. So, yeah, wish you luck. So listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japanneeds at heritageradionetwork.org or at kikotayama.com. Japanneeds is a weekly program and is always available at heritageradionetwork.org as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. And engineer is Amin Spenjan, and thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Banyeats is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.